Welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. We are still studying the book of Daniel, chapter 7, and I'm calling today's lesson the Ancient of Days. The heart of the matter. We don't need to be prophets or sons and daughters of prophets to realize that the world is turned upside down. Terrorism, rogue nations with nuclear designs and capabilities and bombs and etc. etc. Predictions of environmental catastrophe governmental and business corruption, banks closing. And this thing with the metaverse, y'all know that this thing with the metaverse, it's going to be like where, where when firemen arrive at the scene of a fire, they'll be able to put these glasses on and they can just look at the building or the structure or whatever is on fire and determine if anyone is still in the building by wearing these glasses, the doctors will be able to enter the, the patient waiting room and they'll be able to do an x-ray. They'll be able to look at you and see whether or not your bone is broken. Baby, you won't even need radiology. That's, that's, that's how things are changing. That's the way that it's going. To make sense of all of it, we have to first understand God's plan for the future. And it's outlined in the book of Daniel and related scriptures. God's overall scheme for the future began in eternity past. And the next great event on God's prophetic calendar is the rapture of the church. And you know what? It could take it could happen at any moment. Are you ready? That's the bottom line is are you ready? Now is the moment to make sure. Place your faith in Jesus Christ who died to take away your sin and rose again to give you eternal life. The prophet Daniel is unquestionably one of the most remarkable men, not only in the Bible, but also in all of Jewish history. The book that bears his name traces his life from his teenage years through his days past the age of 80. Listen, for 70 years, Daniel lived in captivity while serving in the metropolitan capital city of Babylon as a prime minister. But when the Jews returned to the promised land, Daniel's life, his work, and his ministry drew to an end. But two general truths follow Daniel's interpretation or the work that he left us that we can now look at and glean from. First, we really are living in the last days. Second, And I said it last time, but I'm saying it again. All investment in earthly kingdoms are 
at best only temporary. All buying all the gold, buying all the guns, uh, prepping and all that are at best temporary fixes. First of all, let me say this. If you didn't hear the previous two episodes of this series, I strongly encourage you to go back and to listen to it. I also encourage you because it'll make a lot more sense what I'm saying to you. It'll make a lot more sense if you go back and read Daniel chapter one all the way through Daniel chapter seven. Now, let's review what I mentioned last time. The four beasts in Daniel chapter seven represents four kingdoms. You had the Babylonians, the Medo-Persians, the Greeks, and the Romans. So the Medo-Persians defeated the Babylonians. The Greeks defeated the Medo-Persians. Rome defeated the Greeks. And then Rome was never defeated, but it was weakened as a superpower from within due to moral decay. Then I said that there will be a resurgence of the Roman Empire. And, all, and that resurgence on that, this beast that Daniel describes, there are 10 horns which represent 10 kingdoms or nations. And out of that, another smaller horn that Daniel describes as the Antichrist will arise. And he tells us this horn possesses eyes like the eyes of a man, a little horn that has eyes and human characteristics. It has a mouth uttering great boast. And this little horn can speak. And when he speaks, he's not humble, but boastful, which speaks of his pride. This again, this little horn is described as the Antichrist. So that's our review. Today, we begin with Daniel chapter 7, verses 9 through 14. And then in that same chapter, we're going to read verses 23 through 26. And I'm reading from the NIV. And it reads, as I looked, thrones were set in place and the ancient of days took his seat, his clothing was as white as snow. The hair of his head was white like wool. His throne was flaming with fire and its wheels were all ablaze. A river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him. 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The court was seated and the books were open. Then I continued to watch because of the boastful words the horn was speaking. I kept looking until the beast was slain and its body destroyed and thrown into the blazing fire. The other beasts had been stripped of their authority, but were allowed to live for a period of time. In my vision at night, I looked and there before me was one like a son of man 
coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All peoples, nations, and men of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. Now let's go to verse 23. He gave me this explanation. The fourth beast is a kingdom that will appear on earth. It will be different from all other kingdoms and it will and and will devour the whole earth, trampling it down and crushing it. The ten horns are ten kings who will come from this kingdom. After them, another kingdom will arise different from the earlier ones. He will subdue three kings. He will speak against the Most High and oppress his saints and try to change the set times and the laws. The saints will be handed over to him for a time, times, and half a time. Time, times, and half a time. But the court will sit and his power will be taken away and completely destroyed forever. Then the sovereignty, power, and greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven will be handed over to the saints, the people of the Most High. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom, and all rulers will worship and obey him. Now, that's our scripture where we're coming from today. Let's begin to um, break that down. Who is the Ancient of Days? Literally, what he's saying is one advanced in days. Most commentators agree. This describes God the Father in this verse when he's referring to the Ancient of Days. He's talking about God the Father. Then, um. It says that the ancient of days came and judgment was passed. This pompous horn prevailed over the saints until the ancient of days comes when he is defeated. So we got clouds and thick darkness surrounding God, which speaks of righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Man, fire goes before him and burns up his adversaries roundabout. There's this guy way back in the day named Evangelist Charles Spurgeon who 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 comments on um, fire goes before him, and he said it's like an advanced guard, like a guard clearing the way. the The scriptures tell us that um, uh, that this this fire and this this clouds and this thickness and this everything that's going on around him is portraying the very being of God God's power his uh his power consumes all opposition his omnipotence y'all I'm trying to put words to this thing is a devouring flame which burns up his enemies around about him Now, we know God is long-suffering, but when he comes forth to judge, 
he's going to make short work with the unrighteous. The, bio, the, the way this thing looks is as if they will be a shaft before the flame. Reading this verse in reference to the coming of the ancient of days and his throne with, uh, you know, was flaming with fire and his wheels were ablaze. We are reminded of the tongues of fire and of the power which attended the gospel in the book of Acts. Remember cloven tongues of fire in the upper room? Remember? You remember that? Go back and read it. Even now. Where the gospel is preached in faith and in the power of the spirit and the demonstration of the spirit, it burns its own way. It, it irresistibly destroys falsehood, superstition, unbelief, sin, indifference and hardness of heart. Wow. The scriptures tell us from what we just read, he took his seat. And, and, and like I said, again, this surely speaks of God, the father. And it's, it's talking about um, judgment. He took his seat. And it tells us a thousand thousands ministered to him. This describes the innumerable company of angels surrounding the throne of God. Then it goes on to tell us 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. In other words, again, this is this is some vast number that's innumerable. You just can't even count it. And it describes humanity standing before God in judgment. It said, and he, he said, so again, it, it, it speaks of judgment. In other words, now courts in session and here is the judge. It talks about rivers of fire. Again, it, it, it speaks of judgment, but it speaks of the refining fire, which talks about purity. We're going to burn away the dross the impurities. It says that the books were open. Books relate to judgment. It says that a, a river of fire was flowing and coming out from before him, thousands upon thousands were attending him and myriads upon myriads, as you know, you, you could use that word, were standing before him. The court set and the books were open, all speaking of judgment. Then Daniel goes on to say that the son of man is coming. Who is the son of man? None other than Jesus Christ himself. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. The Bible says in Daniel chapter seven, verse 14, and to him, the son of man, Jesus Christ, was given dominion, glory, and a kingdom that all the peoples, nations, and men of every language might serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which will not pass away. 
and his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed. The Bible says to him was given. In other words, the father's gift to the son. So this event describes in essence the coronation of the son of man as the king of kings and lord of lords whose reign will never ever end. The Bible says the lawless one will be revealed. And then it says that the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. And that is coming from second Thessalonians chapter two, verse eight. We'll go into that a little more next time. The same stone who is the son of man. And you find that this stone is mentioned in Daniel chapter two receives the fifth and final kingdom, which endures forever and ever and will not be destroyed. Wow. That's a lot. So what can we take away? Number one, if you don't remember anything else, remember this, Jesus is coming back. Number two, if your life were judged by God today, what would he say about it? We're going to stop right here and pick up where we left off next time. The goal of this podcast is to influence Christian believers to lead successful or more successful Christian lives as we reflect on the love of God and the word of God. Join us every Wednesday and click that subscribe button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. While you're at it, spread the news to your family and friends to check this podcast out. Until next time, all my kings and queens, be blessed.